Hello people you are listening to Tech Arena podcast so this is my new initiative of starting a podcast a tech podcast to be specific and if you don't know me yet well i'm your host arnav and i'm a tech nerd i'm a tech content creator on youtube and i've been creating tech content since the past 5 years and suddenly one fine day i realized that i should start a podcast and then i have started it and now you're listening to that so here we will be talking about tech but we'll also talk about some movies or some general stuff but primarily our focus is on tech and with me will be shares kulkarni who is my friend and also a tech enthusiast like me so we will be talking together about some trending stuff in the current tech space and in this episode we'll be talking about apple event pixel working on a foldable phone and many more so i hope you enjoy this small effort by us and don't forget to follow our pages on spotify and youtube so enjoy the podcast i'm your host arnav and with me is my friend shares hi shares hello people How are Happy you? to be here, Arnav. I am not a creator. I I am not as well informed as you are about a lot of things. So I am, you know, honestly, it's a pleasure being here. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's thank you for, for inviting me. me over. Of course, of course. Thank you for being here because you know when I when I was you know deciding to start a podcast, I was like, okay, who to call? I I can't do solo podcasting because sometimes I might mumble, uh, <laughs> and I was like, okay, I have a good friend who. I met during um, uh, a, a Twitter Space event where with yeah. stuff listings had done, and I was like, yeah. "Wow, he knows a lot of things about tech, and we have to call him one day." And that's when I decided to call. Okay, stress. Uh, I'm I'm planning to start a podcast, and I told it. I, I told this about. Uh, I told about this to you way before, right? I think a month before. Yeah, I think I think we planned it like about twenty odd days before, and then both of us got busy. Yeah. Uh, then a lot of things happened in between uh, in the tech space and i think uh, then we all knew that this was happening and then mm-hmm. you just one fine day on a thursday you just messaged me okay it's a thursday let's do it on a saturday <laughs> like okay let's do it on a saturday and here we are so did you see the apple event first of all so yeah i i saw the yeah, apple event i think uh, for me it was very expected i think with most of the events that are happening these days uh, the leaks are just everywhere so there were no surprises except for i was very surprised by how they positioned the a16 bionic and i was very surprised by how they positioned the watch ultra i was I, surprised in fact um, from the leaks i expected that it will have a hole punch plus pill cutout but then it turned out to be a hole pill cutout which was like surprising for me even ershad yeah. from tranking tech was also like what happened apple he i saw his tweet while uh, where he was uh, watching uh, the apple event and he was tweeting he was ranting about the screen even i didn't like the yeah. notch but the way yeah. they implemented and kept a name dynamic island where they you know mm. bought that interesting ui element it was fantastic i love that no no it's 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 innovative i'll give you that it's mm. creative it's a very good implementation yes agreed but that that kind of raises a question from the other just playing devil's advocate here is you can look at it as a great implementation of the notch mm-hmm. or you can look at it as a way to take your attention away from the fact that the notch exists ha uh-huh. that is there they, they are so, like okay instead of people blaming uh, about the design let's let's make them like feel like wow with our correct. ui elements that's the thing no correct and my see practical problem that i think i'm going to have with whatever dynamic island is here's my phone okay um 
and um, here is somewhere less than launch right yep, this yep. is the this is the 13 pro max so i'm using mm-hmm. the 14 pro max so one question is none of the iphones have anything different from the mini to the pro max so i would assume that if the mini is smaller and the pro max is bigger it should accommodate more icons there should be you know some ui differential to negate the big size versus the small size like all the androids have Mm-hmm. Uh, android tablet ui versus android you know 6.7 inch ui versus a 4 inch ui the cluster of icons the home screen grade mm-hmm. everything can be according to way you want it yeah now i don't see myself ever on a 13 pro max go and do this gymnastic of you know oh. <laughs> that's yeah, in that thing no huh here, here's the practical aspect of it right how do i how do i do this unless the phone falls off like you cannot touch this without one either you scratch the front or smudge the front facing camera or you miss touch that can so happen implement, yeah, implementation great animations great, great is huh. it clever very clever is it innovative very innovative is it practical would i pay money for it that's the question i would probably not i would still take the notch like if you release the iphone 14 with better cameras better software no dynamic island still the same notch i'll crave about it but i'll take it because now i don't have to do finger gymnastics for small things small like pausing things. the music did you see the uh, story by eve jobs who's the daughter of <laughs> late steve jobs she was like me buying the iphone 14 pro and <laughs> that was like what and she it, See, it seems a, that it seems uh, that like she's like okay my dad is not there and that's why the shit is happening at apple no 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 see here's the thing right uh, <laughs> well so steve jobs is a different person uh-huh. eve jobs is a different person okay uh-huh. i don't i don't think eve jobs saying anything about iphones necessarily means anything because she's not a tech expert <laughs> and the only reason it got famous is because she is Steve Jobs daughter daughter ha huh? so everybody posted the same thing right and just because Steve Jobs is trolling apple it's not a reflection of what apple does it's just one of those reasons that android fanboys get riled up and say you know what steve jobs daughter also said this so <laughs> apple fanboys are crazy android forever right uh, yeah it's just something that uh, android fanboys love and apple fanboys shouldn't care about and in general objectively as a tech community like eve jobs it's like it's like kim kardashian uh, saying that i bought a new iphone that does not mm. make the iphone the greatest phone on the planet right? it's okay it's a personal yeah. choice she didn't like the iphone great are you in any way related to the development of the iphones nah. no <laughs> so it's fine it's a meme it's a great meme to have like everyone Fun. expected the pricing of the iphone and all the apple products has go- no okay let's not talk about the watch or let's not talk about the apple mm. let's talk about the iphones we actually i expect that just because it's going to get manufactured here in india it's going to get a discounted price somewhere around like let's say 72000 mm. maybe 69000 but now it costs 79000 the same cost at which apple launched the iphone 13 when it launched okay now yes. here's the thing if you compare the cost of india versus hong kong it's 50000 rupees cheaper in hong kong yes yes and if you compare the prices with dubai it's nearly 42 something thousand different and if you even yeah. compare the okay let's not talk about us because us doesn't have the sim slots that's a completely mm. different story but do you think apple is greedy 
I mean, of course, they'll get subsidies. Of course, they'll get a lot of tax exemptions and, and all those yeah. stuff. Then why can't they reduce at least 5,000 rupees? The clear reason why India in India, the phones like Xiaomi and OnePluses are cheap than Europe is because they're getting manufactured here. If you compare the prices right. of Xiaomi, OnePlus or any other Android phone with the prices in the Europe, of course, India is cheaper. And the reason being, it's produced here locally. Now, Apple can do the same, right? What do you think about that? I think they can, but from a business perspective, right? I, I understand a little about business. So, I'm going to tell you this. They can, but they should not and they will not. Because if you don't <laughs> become a trillion dollar company by selling great products at great prices. Mm. You become a trillion dollar company by selling average products at amazing prices. That's exactly how you become a trillion. You have to understand it's a business. It's not a charity. It's not a company that is built for you and me and for the tech community to appreciate. It's a business. Mm. And if people are buying an iPhone worth whatever, one lakh forty thousand in India, mm. versus people buying a Xiaomi phone, the profit margin that Apple has on the iPhone is probably equal to about you know, multiple Xiaomi units sold. Ah, see. right. So they don't have to sell in volume. They just have to sell lower amounts in high profit margins versus Xiaomi has to sell in volume because they've lowered their profit margin. So Apple has high profit margins, so they need low volume. Xiaomi has low profit margins, so they can't survive without high volume. And with high volume, also the QC problem comes in. You'll never see an iPhone explode. True. There is a QC problem. Like I, I do not there like are, Apple. But not much. Yeah. Yeah. There are see, those are not QC problems. Those are just problems with the tech in general. Like the, the phone overheating, mm. you know, or you know, thermal throttling. Those are tech issues. Those are not issues that will endanger the mass population. Right. And my my thing is I do not like Apple. I make it very clear <laughs> that I think they are overpriced for what they are. Um, my take on technology is that technology is for the people, for the masses. And if you are going to make it an elite exclusive club that only rich people can enter this technology club, then it's not technology. Just call yourself a luxury brand. And I'm okay with it. I'm okay with, you know, Louis Vuitton charging, you know, lakhs for a piece of, you know, handkerchief. I'm okay with it. You're a fashion brand. You're a luxury brand. You're selling luxury. Great. Tomorrow, you know, somebody else doing that is a problem. That's a problem, yeah. So I'm, I'm okay. You know, Apple, Apple, again, Apple pricing. A rupee has dipped. That is the truth. So, you know, you've got to take that into consideration that there has been like a significant dip from the last time, you know, iPhones were released. So 10,000 of an increase on the base model is the contention point. Which I think is in line with inflation and the rupee dipping. Hmm. I don't. I don't think it's bad pricing. Technically, I. I think in general they're overpriced. In general, they're overpriced. Even Correct. I. I. I was like, I was shocked seeing the iPhone 14 Pro Max one terabyte variant pricing. It's like <laughs> 1.9 lakhs. I can buy a used car. Maybe okay. Absolutely. Let's not talk about. Na- I can buy a Nano, brand new Nano, probably, or I can buy. Yeah. A- used uh, good like Indica or something like that, right? <laughs> See, if you want to buy a phone worth 1,80,000, 1,90,000, you are not a consumer. 
for technology you are a luxury enthusiast Ed- enthusiast yeah that is true i see 90% of the people that i have met okay maybe not 90 maybe 80% of the people i have met who own the latest and the greatest iphones are only in two categories one is they love the technology and they actually make money from it like create videos on it oh, yeah. or are cinematographers oh, or yeah. are tech youtubers that 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 sort of that justifies mm. it and the others are people who want to tell other people how much money they have hmm. so the minute you bring out an iphone oh, the mirror selfie guys keep it on the yeah so you know and it's fine right it's their money it, who am i to judge how they spend their money if absolutely. you have disposable income spend it fair enough but that does not make apple the best phone in the hmm. world hmm. hmm. just because you bought it or just because it's expensive Does not that, uh, make it the best. Yeah, yeah, true, true. I love so, the uh, watch eight. I, I mean, see, watch ultra. But yeah. I didn't like the pricing. If it was priced the same way in the US, like like sixty three thousand, seven ninety nine dollars, something like that, it's fair enough. But for ninety thousand, I would rather buy a Rado or I, I would rather buy something classy than an Apple Watch Ultra. What do you think? See, a timepiece, right? It's again subjective. So, I if you give me ninety thousand rupees and ask me to buy a watch, I would probably buy a Garmin worth seventy, and I'd probably buy a G-Shock worth fifty. Okay, so it does both. Garmin, me. Garmin is a Wear OS device, right? It has a few Wear OS devices, and most of it is like fitness and you know very activity specific. Activity specific devices, but I don't think it will compete against. I mean, uh, the Apple Watch Ultra. it doesn't because one is very specific towards something so i don't think i know a single person who does you know triathlons and everything is fine but who does like okay i do professional skydiving and scuba diving and surfing and swimming and mountaineering and hiking professionally i don't i don't think at least i don't know anybody who does that who so does that yeah i i do a lot of motorcycle riding i do a lot of you know outdoor activities so i need something that is rugged that's it If the accuracy of the sensors is even close to ninety five percent, I am okay with it because when I am riding a motorcycle, I don't want to know how hard my heart, how how fast my heart is racing. I want to know how much is the distance I calibrated. How what is the amount it took me to get from point A to point B. Point B. I want to know things like that. So I have different priorities. So if you get the GPS right, I don't care about the heart rate sensor as much. I don't care about the SPO two. I don't care about the sleep metrics as much. they're all accurate right within a reasonable limit 90 95% they're all accurate so i'm okay with the garmin i'm okay with the garmin gps because it gives me exactly what i want it accepts the watch 5 pro galaxy watch 5 pro mm. it accepts gpx routes oh so i can actually i can actually take gpx routes and put it on my galaxy watch and navigate oh this is great that for is me. interesting it's great for me it works for my use case um So I I don't think the Apple Watch fulfills my use case, but I'm sure there are some people out there who want to do it all. For them, maybe maybe at sixty three thousand I'd think about it. At ninety thousand, no way. Okay, what was your okay? So when I initially heard about when I initially saw the transition to a pregnant lady standing in the uh, you know green ground. I was like, okay, this mm. is about the satellite thing. I was expecting a satellite call feature because um, previous week on MKBHD's podcast, Andrew was talking about T-Mobile launching satellite. a satellite. Okay, yeah. so he he he. I mean, clearly everyone knew that Apple was testing something with the satellites. 
I expected that to be a satellite call. But then when I hmm. saw the event, I understood that, okay, even sending a text through satellite is something that will cost Apple a lot. So they, they, they reduce, I mean, they reduce the process of sending a text message because, uh, you know, yeah. maybe sending a three liner or a four liner uh, message will be a lot of data that your iPhone will require to send it to a satellite. So that's why they made an MCQ kind of thing, right? And at the end, at the end, the catch was two years. Did you hear that? Yeah, yeah. After that, you have to pay a subscription. That is totally a stupid thing. I do agree that you have to pay rent for the satellite, pay a royalty for that. And this. there might be many mm. other things. Okay. Mm. But I'm spending so much on an iPhone. Why should I? Okay. That is not a useful feature. That is not a feature that everyone uses every time. Mm. But they can make it free for lifetime for at least the pro variants, right? It's you not know, going you know to come in India. You know what this reminds me of? No, you know what this reminds me of? Like this subscription thing for satellite communication. See, the satellite communication is going to come into the play huh. only when you are in a disaster situation. Mm. When, you know, it's a matter of life and death mm. where you're stuck somewhere, you're kidnapped or whatever the heck true, it is. True, mm. I, you know, or you are going on a bike ride to Ladakh or some place where there is genuinely no, no cellular signal. coverage. Yeah. Mm. Where I don't think I'm in trouble. Unless I'm in trouble, I'm not going to use, use it. it. Huh. That is exactly what life insurance does to me. Mm. So, I, I, it, that is exactly how I feel about anything that comes closer to warranty or subscription that subscriptions that actually interfere with physical or mental health. Because it is, it, it is fear of something bad happening that makes me pay the money. I don't pay the money to secure something. I don't pay for the feature. I don't pay for the device. I don't pay for anything. I pay to curb my own fear. If I tomorrow tell you that I don't care if I'm lost. I have a compass on my you know, watch. I have a compass on my phone and I'm... I know exactly where East and North is. So I can't be so lost that I don't know where in the world I am. Hmm. Mm -hmm. So I, you know, I'll figure it out. And if I'm lost and the satellite sends a text message to someone, they receive it 20 minutes later. Let's say they may receive it five minutes later. Hmm. The chances of help arriving at that particular location and me still being in that location. How I, I don't see, I don't see if I'm lost in the woods, if I'm lost in the jungle at night. I'm standing here, the watch or the phone sent a satellite text message and I'm standing here until the next two, three hours just waiting for him. I don't think I'm going to do that. Yeah. <laughs> so I, 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 I see the point of having that subscription huh. because everybody is moving to subscriptions. It's, you know, it's natural that after a point, my anticipation is in five, six years, Apple will ask you to subscribe to an iPhone subscription. Where you pay, you know, one lakh rupees a year, and every year they'll give you a new phone. Take the old one away. You don't own anything. Everything is rented. That is that is a new. Which is okay. That's a good idea. One lakh like every. It's year? happening. It's a good idea. Yeah, I mean, it's happening. It's, it's almost trading. like an insurance. It's almost like insurance. Right? Yeah. And right now, also, if you take a look at it, uh, you don't really own anything. You only rent it. Your device, you bought it. But everything that is happening on your device is either controlled by the money you pay on the App Store, Play Store or whatever. Or anytime they want, they can pull an app, 
they can change the app completely they can break the app they can stop the subscription so if i say i bought the samsung s22 ultra i bought it for the amazing cameras i own the hardware on it tomorrow they release an update that completely breaks the camera hmm. which they do won't do own, do i still own the hardware no if i own the hardware and if i own the software that is on this phone then nobody else has the authority to update change or break it without that my permission true. that is true yeah so everything is rented like you buy a phone but understand that you are only renting the hardware you don't really own it that is true <laughs> somebody else is pulling the strings right yeah so it's okay just it's just one more subscription on top of it for your safety in in certain places like people who are going on expeditions people who are doing like a cross country marathon and stuff like that okay good safety good feature good safety feature yeah yeah but it's a scare tactic right yeah every year it's, it's yeah. yeah i mean what i was about to say like every year when an apple launch event happens people will yeah. be waiting for the old apple phone i mean the previous year's apple phone's price to drop correct and i was expecting uh, apple i was expecting that you know apple would remove the 13 and keep the 13 pro max which they turned completely by removing the 13 pro max i mean 13 yeah. pro and keeping the 13 there itself and like it's it's weird and no even the 13 pro max is gone yeah pro max and pro is gone the 13 is gone. still there yeah. right and now yeah. people are waiting for the big billion day and they haven't Correct. they haven't shown the prices of what they are going to sell for like the iphone 13 or whether it's iphone 12 so what do you yeah. think will be the best price to buy an iphone 13 right now after the launch see it's we've already seen the iphone 13 base variant sell for 62 63 mm, 62 uh, yeah i yeah. my brother bought it for 60000 recently so correct so 60 is something we've already seen, seen. and a $100 have already dropped already. on the iphone, iPhone because yeah. the 14 14 is launched i fully expect the iphone 13 to be around 53 to 55 depending on that but you you'll see it you'll not see it under 50 For sure, I really want it to come under fifty because if that happens, there's mm. going to be a lot of people who's going to buy end up buying the oh, iPhone yeah. thirteen. Even the Amazon so, Great Shopping Festival is going to come, right? So they will also yeah, price 23rd it. Twenty third of September. Yeah, they will price 23rd. it really competitively. I know. See, if it if the iPhone falls below fifty, like the base variant, hmm. if it's at like the forty five ish mark, oh, that is that can only happen when the twelve is gone. Like the twelve is no longer selling because when the thirteen comes to fifty five. the 12 basically becomes under 40 under 40 yeah so you can still buy the 12 but uh, i would never recommend a person who's so desperate to until unless he's so desperate to buy an iphone i would never recommend a person to buy an iphone 12 right now because you already yeah, know that you, you no no you you know that you know apple after the end of second year they'll be like okay yeah. let's push an update let the battery drive correct correct Correct. So I will. Plus, one thing though that people really, really don't understand huh. is huh. you buying an iPhone 12 brand new hmm. today hmm. does not mean the phone is brand new. It was still manufactured two and a half years ago. The battery was inside the phone, sitting sealed in a shelf. Yeah, but but for two years. But these guys won't be selling any manufacture already like. a one year manufa- one year old manufactured phone they'll be selling a phone that was recently manufactured but an old phone no then that will not be on sale 
like when it comes on sale the only reason it goes on sale is one they are trying to get rid of stock the old lot whichever lot it is okay. or they're just they just stopped manufacturing the 12 okay. and now whatever is left they're just selling it off because they want to make space for 13 14 mm-hmm. whatever is coming mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. why would i discount an already active line of phones so heavily unless i'm really <laughs> so <laughs> yeah but you know these will be these will be elderly manufacturer even if you know well i don't think they manufacture the 12 or actively manufacture the okay so no, no 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 actively they are manufacturing because if it's on the apple website it means they okay now let me say they are manufacturing the iphone se2 they are doing that they are doing the iphone 12 and they are doing the iphone 13 still which means they're not doing the 12 pro no they are not doing the 12 pro or 12 pro max either so it means that okay whatever okay there are two possibilities one flipkart might sell the old lot which is a 6 yeah. month or a let's not say 6 yeah. month let's say 3 month old phone okay 3 months is fine 3 months like, is I, but again i don't think the 12 was such a great phone that i would buy it 2 years ago either battery problem like right? if i had so if i i had i remember i had the 11 pro at that time okay um which i really really did not like mm, mm. Uh, coming from a 10r i did not like the 11 pro because it was me it was a wall hanger every time i used to just carry a charger or a power bank right? 10r was like killer in terms of battery right correct um then you had the 12 pro now between the 11 pro and the 12 pro there was not a significant difference uh, especially you know in terms of the problems that real real world problems mm, mm. which was battery battery ha huh? uh probably a little bit into the display yes incremental updates so obviously they'll be there but uh, it was not a huge upgrade 13 was crazy good the entire series was amazing so i would recommend just buying a used you know 13 with a 90% plus battery health then buying a brand new 12 pro or 12 mm just buy a used 13 instead like i now that the iphone 14 has released people are going to be selling their iphone 13s left right and center but they'll be selling at the same cost okay let's let's say they'll be selling 2 or 3000 rupees less than what it's right now on flipkart right like let's say flipkart sells it for 55000 people uh, mm-hmm. people might sell uh, the 13 for 45 no see it's a, it's a used phone then. one is a new phone for 50 one is an old oh, phone i look wait would... for not 45 maybe 39 40 I'd say thirty-five to forty, right? Which is still fine with me. But that is too low, no? Because we, I remember before three or four months, I was searching for a used iPhone for my friend because he was so mm. desperate to buy an iPhone. And at that yeah. time, I was only getting eleven Pro with ninety-five percentage for thirty-five thousand, which is a three-month-old story. That's a totally different thing. Not even a three-month-old uh. story. It was like when the Nothing Phone got released a week before Nothing Phone got released, and that's when I told. Buy nothing phone instead of buying a used iPhone. No, no, that, that there will definitely be people who will overcharge, and there will be people who will sell it at the right cost, right? So if the phone is selling on Flipkart for fifty k, then the used phone I would not buy it for anything over forty k, hmm. especially because it's used, right? It's already a year old or six months old. So you have to account that the ten k that I am reducing on that device. It's not just for the battery health; it's also for any kind of wear and tear that happens to components. Warranty, you know, I get six months, eight months, whatever less warranty, and Apple Care is expensive. Uh, so, I'd I'd say forty k if you get like a used thirteen, a great deal. 
or else just buy the new one but if you are getting if you are getting the iphone 13 with an apple care for for the price that you have quoted like under under 40000 then i think you can you can replace the used phone that you have bought and buy a new iphone right by doing but a trade in not a trade in like if if you have apple care and you physically damaged it you can go and replace with a new one right <laughs> buy break and buy again <laughs> see that's that's a risky maneuver because apple doesn't always do the replacements they don't always do the replacements yeah. cuz you know so i've had i've had times when the back glass of my iphone 6s had cracked oh wait iphone 6s didn't for- have glass i think it's 7 It cracked. Oh, it cracked. Basically, the entire thing cracked. cracked. Yeah. Huh. 6S, yeah, 6S Metal. Plus. I don't know if it was something. Something cracked huh. on the phone. Huh. So long ago, I huh. don't remember. Huh. Something cracked. Huh. Uh, and it was dented. Like it broke in. Okay. What happened was it fell between it fell between the door of the car, and you know I shut the door on oh. it. So it just bent in two. Um, Apple replaced it for me. They did charge me. Uh, they did charge me. I think it was. Some eighty dollars odd, I remember. Okay. Uh, they charged me some nominal fee for it, but it was in warranty, and they replaced it. Um, one of my friends dropped his, uh, I think it was five S or SE, the small metal one, and he cracked his display. Hmm. They didn't replace. It. They asked him to pay because that was not. Yeah, but he might he might not have had the uh, Apple Care. No, no, he had Apple Care. Oh, no, no, he had Apple Care. Uh, he had Apple Care. That is. They didn't. They didn't. They, I think there was some term like there is. There is some ambiguity there. Uh, some term that you know said that okay, this was not. This is not covered under warranty because of so and so. So yeah, it's it's a hit and miss, especially in India. I wouldn't recommend. You wouldn't recommend. Okay. When I saw the Pixel 6s price on Flipkart Big Billion Day that they have just revealed. Even now, I'm quite skeptical oh, about the price. It's for twenty nine k, right? Yeah, no, it is for twenty eight k, twenty eight, twenty seven triple nine, right? Amazing. But I would, I, I have a doubt on that. Uh, I think it's including the bank offers. But if it's not, then it's, it's, it's a great phone. See, even if it is not including the bank offers, bank offers are usually what two k, three k, right? So even if it is not including the bank offers, the option that you have. Is right now probably the Realme GT2. You will have uh, probably one of the Motos. Mm. You will have one of the iQOOs. Yeah, Neo Six. Yeah, one of the old iQOOs, Neo Six or something. Yeah. And you have the Nothing Phone. Mm. Nothing Phone is for twenty eight. Oh, wait, between let's say between twenty nine to thirty two mm. is what the bracket mm. is going to be. With without offer, depends mm. on what card you mm. have. Between twenty nine to thirty k, my recommendation then would definitely be for the Pixel, then the Nothing Phone. Then the IQ, but like, what? Definitely. What if a person wants a good display? Now I'm not saying that Pixel has a bad display, but if we compare it with Nothing's display, I think Nothing's display wins over because most of yeah. the reviews have told not in terms of the just the refresh rate, but even in terms of the quality, quality also. also. Like, yeah, yeah. I had the Nothing phone for a very long time. I still have it somewhere. I don't use it, but I like the Nothing. Phone. I genuinely like the Nothing phone, but I think Pixel phones age well. Like my Pixel 3a is still amazing. Like I can still use it. I feel it's a little clunky. It's a little slow. I can't run games on it. But if I want to use it as like a second phone, where I just do calls, text, WhatsApp, uh, YouTube, and all of that, excluding games. games, if I want to do anything on the Pixel 3a, I can do it. 
So the Pixel 6a, if you buy in 2022, I can tell you that it's going to be a great phone until at least 2025. I can't say the same thing about the nothing phone or the iPhone. Mm. So it'll it'll last longer. The Pixel will definitely last. Longer. But I don't think the Pixel 6 series will not last because one, it already had a bad launch. Two. it's yeah. not able to control the uh, number of bugs that it is having because despite android 13 still i'm using this as my personal phone yeah. i'm using the pixel 6 as my personal phone every time i go outside the network signal drops i don't know whether it's a defect of my phone because uh, the the person from where i bought the phone actually some of my subscribers and viewers bought from him and it seems that they don't have a problem it's only me who has the problem and i also have certain people from other parts of the world having the same problem so it might be that one lot of pixel 6 like one particular lot of pixel 6 having yeah. an hardware issue or it might be that still there are phones or still the android uh, you know 13 or still the software on the pixel phone pixel 6 to be specific has mm-hmm. a problem with the network already this has a bad modem from samsung uh, it has oh, something yeah. i don't know i don't remember the name i've made a video on that though yeah the modem it's got a bad modem that is true no I mean, I don't know whether it's bad modem or not, but people say that it's a really bad modem. And Google, I don't know why they went with Samsung to build their SOCs. I do agree that see, Samsung. The whole thing is, hmm. see, the whole thing is, it's not a bad modem. What happens is, it draws too much power. So unless unless you are able to drive, so you know, the, S, the problem with SOCs is the same thing that happened with a lot of people who bought the ROG five. ROG five, ah, uh-huh. and you know the Wi-Fi conking off issue. Oh. The problem, yeah. So some people, what happened is they're saying that after their update, their Wi-Fi has stopped working, and yeah, it is genuinely an issue. But the problem is, um, it's not that it was bad hardware. Hmm. Neither was it bad software. What happened is, when you have hardware giving commands to the software, hmm. or software giving commands to the hardware okay. to run at a particular frequency hmm. or control the temperature at a particular level, hmm. one. Misstep there is going to fry your either Wi-Fi antenna or modem, or it's not just going to work as well as expected. I don't think that is the case with the Pixel. That is definitely the case with the ROG. With the Pixel, I it's tough to tell because a it was never built to support Indian networks. Hmm. This is not this is not an official launch in India, right? Hmm. So anybody who's using a Pixel in a country that it was not officially launched, launched in. in. I don't think the radio bands were tuned to work in that country as well as they should. So if you tell me that it's not working at all, then I'll tell you it's a bad modem. But if you're telling me there are network drops, sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't, then it's just bad tuning. But then I've never faced a fo- I've never faced the same issue with a phone that was imported before. I've I've used a Samsung phone which I've which I had imported it from Singapore. and i didn't face yeah. any issue as except the 4g not being supported because that was the time when jio had launched its 4g services and that yeah. phone didn't have lte i mean the volte service yeah. so except that thing that that is exactly where it comes down to right it it didn't support volte because it was not compatible with the hong kong variant but most phones that are launched globally have a universal logic on which they work and just minor things that do or do not do or do not work but i mean I think it is a bad tuning by Google itself, as you said. Like yeah. Google, it is Google's tuning, right? I, Samsung just gave the hardware. Samsung is Google's tuning. Samsung gave the hardware, but I don't know why are they still relying on Samsung for the SOCs. I do agree that Samsung has an edge on 
or experience on making SOCs because they have already made twenty one hundred is amazing. Ah uh, yeah, I mean uh, the tensor is the twenty one hundred scaled up. It's like between. It is. It is crazy good. Yeah. S twenty one on the twenty one hundred is amazing. I have zero complaints. But it, I, I, in my opinion, it cannot compete with the raw performance of the triple eight. If I'm not wrong, they are both in the same. It. Yeah, it it can't compete. It can't compete because one chooses to prioritize um, tasks mm. completing mm. over doing it fast, and one throttles. One, uh-huh. <laughs> one hits and throttles, right? So it's just two different ways of doing things, right? You want to go from point A to point B. You can take a Honda Civic or you can take a Ferrari. One will take you faster, burn more fuel, become more hot. One will throttle and still get you there, but it will not be as fast as a Ferrari. Right, the there are two different approaches, e- but yeah, it's not a, it's not like it's a bad modem that's going to crash on you or not work or give you network drops. The basic tasks, I I don't think it's a problem hmm. on any chipset. And now, okay, we have discussed about the iPhone launch event. We have discussed about the uh, billion days. And now, yesterday when I was searching for content to make for my channel, I came across hmm. this article on Gadget Three Sixty and in many. um news port, port uh, platforms as well so what do you think about google working on a second foldable this was the uh, uh, headlines by the way of most of the articles and i was like wait when did google release its first foldable you yeah, asked me the same question you asked me the same exactly. question and even at that time i was like yeah correct when, when did, they are about to release their first foldable but surprisingly mm. one developer who was working uh, with google i don't know he's a developer it seems and while he was uh, you know looking uh, the code of android 13's qpr update which got uh, released a couple of days back he found out a code a hidden code on the android 13 qpr 1 which hints at multiple sensors one is the um, imx 787 which which is supposed to be the main sensor and the second one is a s5k3j1 it's a telephoto sensor or something and the third one is the imx386 ultra wide sensor and there's a inner mm-hmm. camera which is an imx355 sensor which is fi- which is from the pixel 6 and there's another front camera which is the same s5k3j1 so 1 2 3 4 five cameras totally what do you think definitely affordable definitely affordable Yeah, for sure. Because mm. it's got two close to selfie cameras, so it's got to be the inner display and the outer display. Like Samsung. That's what I'm betting. Uh. Yeah, like any foldable for it. Mm. And then there's like whatever two or three cameras at the back, so it's definitely a foldable. I think. I think what it or it's just a hunch because I don't know. Um, but because Pixel hasn't launched or Google hasn't launched their Pixel Fold yet, mm. but if that is true, then October Google I/O, you will see the Pixel Fold launch. Which basically tells me that they're already working on the next iteration of the fold. That they're they're is ready. See, the Pixel One is ready for launch. Yeah, the Pixel Fold One is codenamed as Felix, and it seems that this particular phone is called mm. or is going to be called as Tango Pro, uh, which is the you know codename okay. for it. So that is why this guy is like, mm. okay, they're working on a second uh, foldable phone. It, it definitely could be like if they're serious on the fold. I think nobody. Is talking about the Pixel Fold, but I I have well I do I don't have data on it or I don't have any leaks or rumors on it, but I have I have hope. Hmm. I genuinely hope that Pixel launches a Fold device. I have very 
high hopes from the Pixel Watch because the Android Wear OS market is really just Samsung right now. There is no Wear yeah, OS just, Watch. Just that, Samsung. Yeah, just Samsung. It's monopolized. And that is why Samsung can get away with selling these watches at exorbitant prices with very little difference between you know, the models, right? Um, it's good for us as consumers. Not that these watches are bad, but there needs to be competition. There are various watches like from Louis Vuitton, from uh, Fossil, from Garmin, but all these three are garbage compared to the Galaxy Watch, Correct. right? Correct. See, a watch that you can depend on. If I have to pick that, I would say I have Tick Watch. Ah. Um, mobile tick watches, they are great, but they're expensive. They're very expensive, yeah. And yeah, and they're not on the Wear OS, latest Wear OS yet. It's just Samsung. The Fossil Gen 6 has a really bad sensors. Mm. Great looking watch, absolutely crap for fitness tracking, everything else. Like, it's just poor. Poor. The Louis Vuittons are expensive. Um, it's a fashion watch. Right? It's not even a watch. watch right? yeah. yeah, it's not something you're going to just buy and wear it. So, Fair enough, you know, Pixel coming into the game. I would like to see uh, Huawei, OnePlus, Oppo, Realme, all of them actually enter the Wear OS game and start amping that thing up. Uh Even that foldable game, right? Um, I think it's just a matter of competition. It's a matter of time. And if Pixel Fold 2 is something that they're working on, I don't care what that device is, the Fold 2 is, Mm. but I know then for a fact that you will see the Pixel Fold launch in October. October, yeah, yeah. That's what people are expecting. Which means Fold 1 is ready, you know. <laughs> if they're working on Fold 2 already, which means Fold 1 is ready for production yeah. and it's already you know, confirmed. It's somewhere right around the corner. And Great. They, I've also heard that they're also working on a Ultra Pixel 7 phone. Okay, now we have the Pixel 7, 7 Pro, which is already ah. And Pixel 7 Ultra, but... How will they really? differentiate between all these three if they have the same processor? Now, Google doesn't have a, a second generation, uh, what to say, Tensor and a second generation Pro Tensor. Either it, they will not even use the first generation of Pixel 7 and do the Apple way like, okay, on the Pros, we'll be having the second generation Tensor. They won't do that. So what will be, what will you, th- okay, I don't know whether it's true or not, but if Google is working on an ultra Pixel 7 phone, what will be the what will be that one feature or that two or three feature that's going to be differentiated from the pro or the normal pixel 7 lineup so if i were google if i had to make you know 7 7 pro, pro or plus whatever you hmm. call them and the 7 ultra, ultra what i would do is i would take the 7's processor like whatever tensor to whatever it is hmm. and slap it in a pixel 6a and call it the 7 i would take it and Upgrade the cameras and call it the 7 Pro. And I would give my best sensors and the best 120Hz display and call it the 7 Ultra. So 7 Pro and Ultra, 120Hz, screen difference, material difference, back difference, right? Metal frame, glass back or metal back or whatever, aluminium frames, all of that. 7, in that case, what I would do is make it a plastic body, make it are less less optically capable. 60 hertz, <laughs> AMOLED, great device with the same processor, everything, right? But that one telephoto lens is missing. The display is just 60 hertz. That will be my 7. That's the entry level. But then someone will start complaining the Pixel 6. Everyone will complain. Uh, they'll start complaining, the, oh, I'm paying so much for a 60 hertz, but they don't have any problem uh, for an iPhone correct. if they pay the same amount for a 60 hertz. See, the thing is, uh, I think the only reason I would create three phones 
is to make the ultra like for example take samsung right classic example um s21 s21 plus s21 ultra 22 22 plus 22 ultra ultra ha three phones base plus ultra i think the base exists for people who want a great flagship phone but don't want to pay the price i think the plus exists only to make the ultra look better so between the base and the ultra if they had only the 22 and the ultra nobody would complain nobody is asking for an s22 plus like i want the you know 6.7 inch screen but i don't want the camera features nobody is asking for it the only reason it exists is because then you know oh if i want to buy the s22 plus i might as well just spend 15000 extra and get the ultra basically that's the process that you go through mm. then you have those options so if i have the pixel 7 7 pro and plus or ultra then i would look at the 7 as the phone that everybody can afford okay. and everybody can buy mm. but some compromises mm. and the ultra as their flagship phone and the only reason the pro will exist is to make the ultra look ultra so this will have probably like a you know two cameras great cameras big sensors very nice One optical stabilization huh? and everything but this will have telephoto yeah 3x to 10x time i'm waiting for optical. google to use the yeah. one in sensor because that is what i'm looking mm. forward because when i saw that particular sensor on a xiaomi 12 pro ultra i believe 12s ultra 12s pro ultra i was like wow if xiaomi is able to yeah. bring this result this kind of result then what if google has an hand but they won't do that because google will keep their hands on something which is easily compatible okay which is like a good a good thing for their uh, what to say mm, a software like i feel that google hmm. has an edge on the software just because they have the biggest database in the world and they 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 are they are able to feed their ai with like a lot of information that they already have second thing is like uh, they are using a tried tested sensor like like let's say the the 50 megapixel sensor on the pixel 6 is a successful sensor it's it's not a brand new sensor that just got announced so i don't Sorry. think uh, google will use the one in sensor until and unless it's it has some like uh, a proper way to use no i agree i think inherently google is a software company not a hardware company they're right now adapting to become a hardware created hardware so you know what they would try to do is take a great sensor not the best sensor not the worst sensor take a good sensor and through software through algorithms through computational photography make it work like an amazing sensor because that's their the usp if you ask me the difference between a sony and a google sony will optically create amazing lenses and amazing sensors that you can create great pictures with google will take an average sensor and make, make it amazing it through computational photography True. so two different skill sets so i don't expect google to anytime soon adopt to the one inch you know, suddenly a one inch sensor it start a new level of computational photography on that so yeah i i slim chance of that happening yep. plus it hasn't been very successful either mm. like sony did it i remember Uh, I think Huawei also released a device with a one-inch sensor, one of the uh, Mate series or one of the P series. The foldable one? Um, no, no, the one with like a very ridiculously round camera. Oh yeah, I uh, saw TechBurner video. The, oh, that is the one-inch sensor. Yeah, that is. I, I don't know sensor. where I saw it. 
I, I, I think I saw it on Gizmo China or something. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a one-inch sensor and then Xiaomi, right? Xiaomi. So it's not like one-inch sensors are new. But they haven't really worked out very well. Mm, yeah, yeah. The problem is because the software. These brands don't have a good software. Correct. Okay. Correct. No, Huawei has great software. But again, okay, it's Huawei. So I, I think we can take it out of the equation. Most people will never buy a Huawei phone. <laughs> no, never so, ever. Yeah. And I wouldn't want them to buy either. So yeah, it's, yeah. It's fine. And... You know one thing when when I was watching the Apple event with my brother, I am I'm mm-hmm. not an Apple fanboy. I'm a Pixel fanboy. I'm an Android fanboy. I was come. Right. I was I was like continuously ranting about Apple Dynamic Island, the way they kept the design of the Apple Watch, and this mm-hmm. this war between Android and iPhone. I think now mm-hmm. Google is trying to be the iPhone of Android, but it's not able to do so because Samsung is leading the game. with their really amazing hardware and software i i thought that you know mm. pixel after coming with their own in house sensor which is the tensor but then it turned out to be a flop because samsung has an hand on it like they are just giving their exynos like take our exynos if you uh, i mean you are the owner like you are buying from me no so mm. like you give me some line of codes i'll slap a name on that called as tensor i expect okay. the pixel phones to replace iphone in the next 3 or 4 years it should yeah i don't i don't think that's happening honestly because i don't think google is a hardware company or google is a phone company to begin with hmm. google is a company that is trying to deliver maximum results from minimal hardware because their strength is software the magic that happens behind the scene is their entire strength so you'll never see i don't think and again it's just my gut feeling I don't think you'll ever see a Pixel using, you know, eight plus Gen one in twenty twenty two. I don't think you're going to see an a Pixel eight come with the latest Snapdragon processor on it because what they will try to do. And again, I like this because if you look at the Android smartphone market, if you are talking an Android, if you're taking an Android flagship, mm. it is unanimously dominated by Samsung. The Galaxy S series, A series? series. If you think A series, it's not flagship. Oh, it is not. It's flagship. not flagship. Okay, okay, okay. So anything that is when when somebody wants to let's say I have a let's say I have anywhere between seven hundred to fourteen hundred dollars to spend hmm. on a phone. Yeah. Anything over seven, anything oh, over five hundred, eight hundred dollars. Yeah, over seven hundred. Yeah, that is premium so flagship. I am, yeah. I am, yeah, I am definitely picking a Samsung. I am not picking a OnePlus. I am not picking any of those phones because. Basically, when you think Android, you default to Samsung, right? Yeah. That is the flagship game that Samsung is playing. But when somebody says Android, oh, is it a Samsung? That is what happens. That is what. Yeah, yeah. Now, now you've got the budget range, which is a really bad space right now because there's a lot of people competing, a lot of very good hardware, but really bad software. Bloatware. And that includes Samsung. And that also includes. Yeah. Like all of the M series, F series, all of those launches, I would never recommend anyone to buy a Samsung phone under twenty thousand. It's like, <laughs> it is crazy. Except for the A fifty two S, I don't think they had any good. A fifty two, A fifty three S, A fifty three. All these three are good phones. Yeah, but that's like three phones in a year where they launch thirty phones in the budget segment, right? So Samsung's budget segment has never been great. Yeah, and Samsung is like, okay, here comes Pixel. Four hundred, five hundred dollars. That's a segment I don't even play. Like, that's not my market. Mm. My market is the flagship. Mm. You want to play in the A series and M series market? Take my chip. Do whatever you want. Play all you want. 
it's not my market oh. so if you think of flagship androids it's going to be samsung if you think of budget androids it's going to be pixels pixel is going to naturally over a period of time i think replace all your xiaomi's and all your iQOO's and vivo's that are playing in the 50000 40000 30000 do you think it can be the oneplus of androids because oneplus uh, I, i remember oneplus 6 oneplus okay let's not talk about oneplus 7 because that was that was a point where oneplus had hiked its price but the oneplus yeah. 6 and 60 costed somewhere below 35000 and cost wise i think they will they are already there uh-huh. but the problem with oneplus was they were calling themselves the flagship killer they are not whereas pixel is saying i am the king of budget so it's not trying to be as s22 the pixel 7 is not trying to be the s23 pixel 7 is saying you want to spend you know 1500 dollars on a phone buy the s23 great for you If you want to spend five hundred dollars on a phone, you cannot get better value than the Pixel. But that is a clear point of Google, right? Google, they, I mean, see, uh, the thing is, like, anyone who uses a phone, whether it's an S twenty two Ultra or an iPhone, they will not use it to the fullest potential. Uh, fullest potential, yeah. by I mean, by the raw performance. They, see, no, no, I agree. Let's play Genshin Impact. Genshin Impact is a badly code game. You know. Yeah. yeah, it's a badly code game. It's it's not so every time somebody tells me, "Oh, can it play Genshin Impact?" I'm like, I don't want to. Why? Can it is a different story. Huh. Because why would why you? Why? That's you? not a benchmark. That is not a benchmark. Even benchmark softwares are like you can you can pay these guys and the they're rigged. They're rigged. They're rigged. Right. So that's fine. So the thing the thing I am trying to say is that I think the the way Google is making their phone is good because they are not focusing on yeah. raw performance. instead they are focusing on the experience now now to be honest i really like tensor's um uh, you know intelligence because the way it translates everything it is faster than a normal phone and the way yeah. okay so i i was chatting with one of my friends who is a spanish who is a native Span, uh, spanish guy he's from spain mm. and i he he talks to me in spanish and i before i was owning the pixel i used to copy the text I used to paste it on a Google uh, Translate uh, on my Chrome, uh, but now yeah. my Google automatically—I mean, my phone automatically translates, translates everything in the WhatsApp page itself, and it's like, it's wow, that is the capability. That is that is good. See, that, that's the whole thing, right? I think Google is making making you think about what do you want from a phone, and only making changes there. It's not saying I'm going to give you the. I have never actually heard Google say. that we have the best camera phone on the market it's the people who say that google doesn't ever announce that our cameras are like the they, they do say that it's the highlight of the phone and in our computer but what they say if you listen to it properly is our computational photography is leaps beyond the competitors which is i 100% agree, agree with that uh. i there is no doubt that google's computational photography is leaps and bounds ahead of competitors but The good part is Google is giving it to you in under six hundred dollars. Yeah. So if you're shopping for a phone for, I would gladly recommend the Pixel to anybody starting right from a eighteen year old college person right up to a sixty five year old parent. But I will never probably recommend an S twenty two Ultra to anybody else except who has disposable income. It's too expensive. It is too expensive. It's a flagship, sure. It does a lot of things. Great. But it's a phone. It is not going to live for more than three to four years. 
that is for sure that's the life of a phone today any phone any phone yeah so why would you want to spend the s22 ultra money unless either you are genuinely making money from it or it's it's just something that you want have disposable income for then that's your money spend the way you want it yep yep but that's where the pixel fills in like anybody and i have this problem when i was thinking about getting a phone for my parents as like okay i want to spend maybe about 30 35000 on that phone maybe 40 is like it's too much what do i buy so my options were a52s back then and that's it everything else in that segment was either iq xiaomi vivo realme and i would never give one of those phones to my parents i mean you can you can try iq or vivo okay now the no, not to my parents like i would try it huh. but i wouldn't want to give it to my parents because there's two ads right look parents don't pay that much attention to notifications and disabling ha they that, click right? no so that is where my I, dad came... my dad uses an iq z3 and oh hmm. my god he he doesn't even real, recognize the actual ui versus the ad yeah you can't complain yeah. he's all like it's okay he doesn't, he doesn't care, care. No? that's the whole thing right it's not about whether they care. so a lot of people ask me oh how can your dad not realize it's an ad and like bro he's got 20 other things to do on the phone he doesn't ah. care he just swipes it away he does not after i've started using so the oneplus and the pixel now i am really afraid to go back to xiaomi or or a realme i can't no, you i'm can't. not able to and, yeah. and i'm now only left with oneplus and google and okay by also samsung moto. Moto. moto i would never ever I I I am a camera guy. I really want. If ah, you, okay. If, if you have if you're seen, a camera guy, then yeah, Moto's not. If you have seen my Twitter, I've posted a lot of pictures with my phone, and oh, yeah. Motorola is out of the game. OnePlus, it it has a good camera, but sharpness, contrast, it's, saturation. It's, it's just there. It's not there. It's not. Like, there, it's not huh? something you click a picture and say, "Oh, I'm happy with this." It's no. every picture click from a OnePlus, and this is my experience. This is exactly what I feel about OnePlus. Right? Every picture I click with OnePlus phone has something missing. It's not like it's a bad picture, but there's always that one thing that is missing in that picture. Some, which is some, weird. Some good-looking thing, no? Some pleasing thing is missing. Yeah, as you yeah, said, something is missing, right? It doesn't have the punch. It doesn't have the, you know, it doesn't feel like a seventy thousand phone p- picture that I click. I think it, I it feel never does. what I feel missing is Carl Pei in OnePlus. <laughs> Oh, well, the, maybe, the, maybe Nord, the the one plus nord the the one plus nord was the last phone that i believe kalpai worked and i had a i i was fortunate enough to use the last phone which he worked because i am one of his one plus nord yeah one plus nord original nord the one not one oh oh and yeah. Yeah. and i am i am a fan of uh, kalpai because you know i think he's the modern day steve jobs now there might be hate when i say this hmm. but I do think the way he hustles, I I don't completely agree with the fact that you know he blocks all people on Twitter, uh, you know when they complained about the software. I I saw a person where he where he just tweeted about like you know why did you delay the he was complaining something about the Android thirteen situation of the nothing phone one, and Kalpa simply blocked blocked. So let's not talk about that things. But then I feel if Kalpa still was in one plus, then one plus would have gone in a different direction. Because it was clearly it going in that direction. Uh, so I've I've been a I've been a OnePlus user for a very long time. Huh. Plus one, two, three, four, five, sixty, seventy, hmm. and the seventy is where I stopped. 
like i'm not buying the one plus again one plus it, 8 it is, is the, totally it, it started falling to a yeah, whole yeah, falling apart mm. yeah it goes back but i i somehow feel that one plus had a great thing going which was the community built phone thing uh-huh. right and okay. at some point in time you have to stop being a community and start being a business if you want to acquire a bigger set of customers because a community can only grow so much uh, you can't just keep adding to the community and pleasing everybody it is never going to happen and for any business for that matter it's always going to happen that way so i don't blame oneplus for merging into oppo or making bad phones i just think that making great phones does not necessarily have to come at the cost of losing what was already good anyways thanks for watching thanks for listening follow us on yes. uh, instagram follow us on twitter the ids will be popping up here on the screen if you're watching through youtube if you're listening to spotify Easy. then the you can just tell your id what yeah my your ID my id my id on twitter is tech arena underscore official offcl offcl it's not offcl either and for shares it's megzimo megnismo m-e-c-h-n-i-z-m-o megnismo both on instagram and twitter and twitter. everywhere yep yep anyways thanks for listening thanks for tuning in we'll meet you in the next week's episode until then this is me arnab signing off and it's shares i am also signing off All right bye bye take care yep bye bye